Welcome to the Commune Podcast. My name is Jeff Krasnow. Today on the show, I welcome Catherine Arnston. Catherine is the founder of Energy Bits, and she is a passionate champion of the world's oldest and most nutrient-dense whole food, algae. That's right. Energy Bits are algae tablets, and they're called Energy Bits because algae, among its many other attributes, upgrades the function of our mitochondria, the power plants within our cells. In our conversation, Catherine and I go deep into the co-evolution between blue-green algae, otherwise known as cyanobacteria, and our mitochondria. In fact, our mitochondria is a product of a tryst between purple algae that refused to be fully engulfed by another prokaryotic cell known as archaea. And this unlikely marriage yielded aerobic respiration, the ability to optimally make energy using oxygen. And that springboarded complex life. So Catherine and I discussed the myriad benefits of consuming algae, specifically spirulina, which is a complete protein, and chlorella, which is a rich source of antioxidants. This was a fascinating conversation, and I hope you enjoy it. But before we dive in, I want to let you know about some of our programs on the Commune course platform. If you are interested in courses on functional medicine, nutrition, gut health, Ayurveda, and hormone balancing, well, you can sign up for 14 days of free all-access to Commune's entire course library, including more than 120 courses on spiritual and physical health. Just go to onecommune.com trial, and please support this podcast by subscribing and leaving a review on your favorite podcatcher. Okay, without further delay, I present to you Catherine Arnston. Okay, Catherine Arnston, welcome to the Commune Podcast. Such a treat to be with you. Thank you, Jeff. I'm honored to be here with you today and your community. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll paddle in a canoe together for yeah. the next hour or so. Yeah. And see what we discover. Um, you know, in preparation for our conversation, I was thinking about you know, trends in the wellness space. And really, the most prevalent trends are, are really not trends at all. They're actually very, very old. So I'm talking about yoga, for example, just upstairs right. right now from here. My wife is actually teaching a teacher training in yoga. She's a yoga teacher. Oh, sweet. Teacher. So I'm a yoga 30, person. There you go. So 3,500 years old or so, obviously breath work or pranayama, which has come into vogue is an ancient practice. Fasting, I'm an intermittent faster. And Absolutely. Maybe we'll too. touch on that, mm -hmm. is baked into all sorts of ancient um, religious and philosophical traditions. Uh, meditation is 4,000 years old. The paleo diet is maybe 2.5 million years old. Um, even local food is, is really just edible plants that grew nearby. Um, but today, uh, we're going to talk about the oldest plant on the planet older than all of those things the oldest our, life not just the plant the oldest life that's the right planet. 
and arguably the most nutritious food uh, in the world. And we're going to unpack that idea. And of course, I'm talking about algae. So <laughs> Catherine, at the very highest level, what is algae? Well, algae, uh, um, I think it has some spiritual implications being the first life on earth, but it is it, its <laughs> own food category. It's not a vegetable technically because it doesn't grow in soil. Uh, it's not um, a, an animal and it's not a fruit. Uh, so it's uh, it's referred to as a sea vegetable, but as you're going to find out, the algae that we sell and that you would probably find on any shelf, whether it's Costco or Whole Foods, doesn't actually come from the sea. It's grown, uh, harvested as a food crop in fresh water. And um, um, I'm going to show you just a picture of, of the spir a spirulina farm and a chlorella farm. So first of all, you need to know that algae is a food. It, it is not a supplement. But anyways, algae is everywhere. Uh, and there's two main types of algae. This is the very high level to give you some backdrop. There's macroalgae and microalgae. We're going to be talking about microalgae today. But let me tell you what macroalgae is. It's that big stringy stuff that you see washing up on shore, also known as seaweed or dulse or kelp. Uh, and it's always in the sea, which is why it's called seaweed. <laughs> um, now, it has uh, nutritional value because... It has lots of fiber and it has iodine because it comes from the ocean, but there's virtually zero nutrition. You can get a whole bag of kelp noodles. I used to do that. And you'd see there's like five calories because there's, uh, and there's virtually no nutrition, but good fiber. That's not what we're talking about today. We're talking about microalgae. Now it's called microalgae because it's microscopic in size and you cannot see it with your eye. In fact, it's so tiny, about a million of these microcells could fit on the head of a pin. Now, unlike macroalgae, which is only in the sea, microalgae is everywhere. It's in the sea. It's also in the um, rivers, the lakes, the streams, the soil, your swimming pool, probably your aquarium. And there are tens of thousands of strains of microalgae. Now, uh, uh, the two that are best known are blue-green and green algae. And uh, an example of blue-green algae is spirulina. And an example of green algae is chlorella. I point that out that they're just examples because some people may only know algae as something as a, a bloom that closes their favorite beach. And that uh, very often it is a blue-green algae, but it is not spirulina. Spirulina, as I mentioned again, is harvested as a food crop. It is not growing in the ocean wild. Um, that is a different type of blue-green algae. And just to give uh, algae a little bit of a boost here, uh, poor old algae gets a bum rap as being <laughs> toxic uh, and closing your beach and making you upset. But algae only shows up when there are toxins in the water, algae kills bacteria and it kills it in the water and it also kills it in your body. And we'll talk about that later on. So it shows up, it's the cleanup crew, but it's more visible than the toxins. So try not to get angry when the, uh, when the algae closes your beach, it's there to you know, help you. <laughs> and as you're going to mm -hmm. learn more about algae today, that's ingestible, the spirulina and chlorella, uh, it is the most nutrient-dense, healing, uh, detoxifying food, especially if you grow, grow it carefully like we do. We're well known for our highest quality and preserving all the nutrients. When you take it that way, it is, there is nothing that can match what it can do for you. And I'll, I'll walk you through the science because those are pretty bold statements, but I have all the science to back it up. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, I, I think 
just focusing for a moment on how old algae is, it's it's mind boggling. And we're talking, you know, four, three almost four billion years, billion years, right? right. And, and uh, um, evolving from uh, blue green, like cyanobacteria. Oh yeah, right? and, and one I'll of the walk first people kind of, through that. Yeah, photosynthetic because you're going to find organisms. out that our our mitochondria. When we talk about disease. You have to go upstream to find out what is really causing the disease, whether it's doesn't matter whether it's Alzheimer's, brain disorders, heart disorders, cancer. It all comes down to damaged mitochondria and mitochondria disease. You can't get any further upstream than mitochondria. And you're, what you're going to find out is that mitochondria evolved from cyanobacteria, from uh, like spirulina. So your mitochondria came from algae. Yeah, and so it's it's again, uh, it's pretty. Um, I think it's got some spiritual ramifications, but I'm not. I'm only dealing with the science right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fine because we we tend to bridge the uh, the spiritual and uh, and the physical here on the show quite a bit. And you know, yeah, I think it's fascinating to unpack some of that. Yeah, what I might call the romance um, between uh, algae and and mitochondria. So if my if if algae evolved from like a cyanobacteria and became kind of a photosynthetic um, prokaryote organism that essentially consumes um, carbon dioxide and produces oxygen, it was very very central to the oxygenation of the Earth's atmosphere. So back way back when when we were talking about uh, three and a half billion years ago, there was very very little oxygen. Um, in the atmosphere, I think we're at about 21% now, but we were like at like 0.1% back then. So maybe maybe you've got some graphs okay. on this. So <laughs> normally, I talk about this at the very end, but I'm going to jump it forward and talk because okay. you're you know, um, so before algae, Earth was just gas and water. There was no oxygen, as you mentioned, and no life. Now nobody really knows why, but a small anaerobic cell started growing anaerobic because that's the kind of cell that uh, survives without oxygen. So it started growing and it generated ATP, which is uh, uh, cellular energy. And a byproduct of that is oxygen. So a billion, within a, after a billion years, there was now enough oxygen on Earth that aerobic cells could grow and they were larger, but they didn't generate ATP as well as the anaerobic cell. So what happened was the large aerobic cell uh, engulfed the smaller aerobic cell, and I can imagine, which was struggling now because it's an aerobic cell and now the earth is full of oxygen. And I can imagine the conversation between the two cells going something like this. <laughs> hey, little guy, the big cell says to the little anaerobic cell, I see you're struggling there. Why don't we join forces? We'll protect you from the oxygen and you can generate ATP for us. And that's exactly yeah. what happened. So cyanobacteria, like spirulina, the very first cell on Earth, was uh, engulfed by the larger cell, okay, but was not digested. They coexisted. And right. so that cyanobacteria, like spirulina, became your mitochondria. It's all proven in a, pr a process called endosymbiotic theory. And you can right. go on the NIH library and this, this exact... Uh, uh, dynamic is explained everywhere. And, and we'll get to that later on because as you're going to find out, algae has nutrients in it that can't be found in any other food and that normally would be produced by your body until the age of 30, after which they drop. 
And after the age of 30 is when chronic disease kicks in. And mm. Uh, and so this is what's I think this is the missing piece for helping people, you know, recover from them because the, these antioxidants we're going to talk about, they stop free radical damage of the mitochondria. And so algae has everything that can get into the inner membrane of the mitochondria to stop the free radical damage. And I think it's because they came from the same family. Right. So uh, it's got like a VIP pass to get in there and and protect you. We'll 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 unpack that in, in well, more detail. No, I, I think it's very, very important to create this foundational knowledge because this is about coevolution. And so yeah. much of chronic disease has to do with essentially like culture outpacing evolution because evolution is very, very slow. And so now we have all these cultural phenomena, you know, food, on-demand entertainment, you know, um, toxins, all this kind of stuff that is degrading or that has essentially hijacked adaptive mechanisms that grew out of endosymbiotic relationships like the one between algae, which is CO2 consuming and oxygen and carbohydrate producing, and mitochondria, which is right. oxygen and carbohydrate consuming and COD, CO2 producing. So... Um, well, and, so anyways, and, it's really fascinating. Yeah. And, and because I think we're going to get into why spirulina particularly, particularly. is so beneficial for and mitochondria. Needed, I might not. <laughs> yeah. So so let's let's maybe bridge into spirulina because well, that is one of the specific types of algae yeah. that I think we so, want to uh, talk about. So as I mentioned, and again, I, I don't want to you know belabor this, but it is very, very important that you understand that algae is food. It is not a supplement. Supplements are made in factories with extracts that uh, don't exist like that in nature. And uh, uh, they use high heat to blend it. And high heat kills enzymes, which are important for processes, including one we're going to talk about, superoxide dismutase, that's in highest concentration in spirulina. Uh, and so when your body, uh, uh, this is why whole foods isn't so important because we're a part of nature and algae is a part of nature. And so your body knows what to do with all the nutrients that are in algae because it's food. <laughs> and right. I tell people, uh, when you take algae, it's like listening to a uh, uh, you know, the Boston Symphony Orchestra. When you take a supplement, it's like listening to a grade three soloist. Uh, it just doesn't work very well. So Mother Nature has our best interests at heart. She's given us a, a beautiful con concoction called algae that has 40 vitamins and minerals, including critical ones that your body needs. And so because it's uh, food, again, grown in fresh water, and we, unlike most companies, they use high heat to dry their algae because they're lower price and higher volume, but we don't do that. So our algae is a raw food with all the enzymes are intact. And then we just press them into these little tablets that we call bits because they're bits of food. And they're so nutrient dense. Um, there's so much nutrition in one tablet because they come in little tablets and I'll show you in a minute. Um, they have the same nutrition as an entire plate of vegetables. And you may wonder how I came up with that calculation. It's because we have a quote from NASA that says one gram of algae has the same nutrition as a thousand grams of fruits and vegetables. One to a thousand. There is nothing in the world that has that kind of concentration. And it makes sense when you start to realize how tiny these um, microscopic algaes are. And when you get that many of them condensed 
into these tablets that we call bits. You know, this one's spirulina, which we're going to talk about now, which is a blue-green algae. And this is chlorella, which is a green algae. But um, each one of them, as I said, um, has the same nutrition as an entire plate of vegetables. Now, but the spirulina and chlorella are quite different. Uh, they, uh, we rec they do different things in your body. They have different attributes and you take them at different times for different reasons. And I'm going to walk you through what those are now. So spirulina, the reason why it's called blue-green algae is because see how dark it is? It has two pigments in it. One pigment, it's a mouthful, it's called phycocyanin. The other pigment is chlorophyll, which you know. Chlorophyll makes plants green, and chlorella only has the green one. But the blue one, um, uh, the spirulina, um, it, that blue pigment has healing properties not found, in, well, phycocyanin doesn't exist anywhere else, but healing properties not found in any other food. Like it um, has what's called anti-angiogenesis properties, which stops the growth of blood vessels to tumors. It also sits on top of the ACE2 receptor cell that prevents the COVID virus from getting in. So, so that's, those are extra benefits. It's an antioxidant in its own right. But spirulina has always been known as an energizing algae, nourishing and energizing. So if you remember that, uh, which is why actually we call ours energy bits because it just helps people understand what it does. By the way, energy bits is packaged in blue so that you'll understand that it's a blue-green algae. So how does it give you all that energy? Well, it has the highest protein in the world. This is why it's been endorsed by the United Nations for almost 50 years as the answer to world hunger because it has three times the amount of protein as steak. There is nothing in the world with more protein than spirulina algae. And you can go online and read about, it was 1974 when they had the, the global conference on spirulina. So it's, it's pretty amazing. And the, and, the, and the protein is already in individual amino acids. When you eat animal protein, it's all bound up and could take days to break down into aminos that your body needs to absorb it. Collagen powder is in smaller clusters of aminos called peptides, uh, and they get in, absorbed faster. But algae protein is the fastest absorption, highest um, bioavailability because the protein is already in amino acids. And then right, we, and there's uh, no cellulose wall, right? So they're, well, they're extremely so bioavailable, right? Be, because yeah. spirulina, remember I said, is a cyanobacteria. It's a bacteria. No cellulose wall, so no fiber either. Uh, this is why it gets into your bloodstream so quickly because there's nothing for your body to break down. When we first started, we got noticed by marathon runners and triathletes and then Olympic teams uh, because they loved how it uh, gave them energy and got into their bloodstream so quickly. And it also gave them mental energy, which we'll talk about in a minute. Um, and it did not upset their stomach because there's no carbs, so it's ketogenic, doesn't interfere with intermittent fasting, zero sugar, uh, zero chemicals, zero caffeine. Now the athletes at first used to laugh at me saying, well, how can something with one calorie per tablet give me energy? And of course, now we know calories are not calories across the board. It's what the, the, uh, the food group does in your body, whether it spikes insulin or not, whether it's inflammatory or anti-inflammatory. So spirulina is very anti-inflammatory, the most alkaline food in the world. Uh, dense um, protein, which is available to your body within seconds, 99% bioavailable. And then it's the B vitamins convert it. It's loaded with B vitamins, convert it into energy for your brain and for your body. Now it's not a spike of energy. So it's not 
any kind of rush and there's also no crash. It's very, what I call quiet energy because it's truly at the cellular level. Uh, and we'll get to that when we get to the mitochondria. So you might not even notice it quite honestly, unless you are working out. Um, because, you know, you can take, if you took, we recommend at least 10 a day. Um, you know, I have about a hundred, so there's no upper limit. Our NHL players take 75 spirulina before a game, hockey game, and 75 chlorella because it pulls out toxins, which we'll talk about in a minute. Um, but if you are working out or lifting weights or something or doing yoga, you'll um, you'll just have more energy, you'll lift more, you'll run faster, and you won't even notice it. <laughs> Just to hover on protein for a moment, because there's always a big debate around like, you know, plant-based folks. Well, how do you get your protein, all this kind of stuff. But spirulina, if I understand correctly, is a complete protein yes. such that it has all of the essential amino acids. Is that right? Correct. Thank you for mentioning that. It has all nine essential aminos and it has 18 of the 20, which is different from collagen powder, which mm. is collagen powder is missing tryptophan. And in fact, um, both algae are, uh, have tryptophan and chlorella, as you'll find out, has the highest tryptophan in the world, five mm. times more than turkey. <laughs> um, yeah. And tryptophan is a precursor to serotonin and melatonin, which help you sleep, which is why when we get to the chlorella, you'll find out that we recommend it uh, any time of day, but definitely before bed. The spirulina we recommend in the morning, afternoon, before a workout, because it satisfies your hunger with the high protein. It's also loaded with essential fatty acids like omega-3, but it also has, a, a, it's a, it has an omega-6 in it called GLA, which stands for gamma linoleic acid, that behaves like an omega-3 because there's no heat applied to it. The omega-6s are the terrible seed oils, canola, palm oils. They're very damaging, very inflammatory, particularly because they've been made with high heat. But GLA, because we do not heat our algae when we're drawing it, is just as anti-inflammatory as an omega-6. And to prove how important GLA is, the only place that has more of it than spirulina is mother's breast milk. And mother nature wouldn't have put it in there if she didn't think it was good for you. Because what it does is it helps the baby's brain develop. And, and you know, we can't have mother's breast milk after the age of two. So spirulina is your next best shot. Well, let me ask you specifically about the polyunsaturated fats. So PUFAs, um, specifically omega-3 fatty acids. So obviously a lot of people try to get omega-3s through the consumption of smash fish or fish oil supplements. So does yeah. taking spirulina provide um, the DHA and EPA uh, PUFAs that are needed for you know optimal brain health and cardiovascular health, etc. Yes, yes, they do. Yeah. Uh, not in high numbers, and you know the dirty secret in the f supplement industry is that the you know ten you only absorb about ten percent of what's in there, which is why the numbers are so high. But let mm -hmm. me just dwell a little bit on fish oil. It is usually rancid by the time you get it because it just oxidates. Uh, and also, if it you haven't read, seen the movie Seaspiracy that Netflix came out with last year, please watch it. Uh, it talks about how the poor oceans are being um, uh, damaged 
it's permanently damaged by overfishing. And what are they overfishing for? Both the fish and the fish for the fish oil. And I remind people, well, where do you think the fish get the fish oil from, the omega-3 right. from? They get it from right. algae because remember, algae is everywhere. And algae is the one where the omega-3 comes from. The fish just consolidate it in their body. So a much safer, purer way to get your omega-3 is from algae, which is where the fish get it from. It, and the algae, at least ours, never goes bad. We, it, we do have to put an expiry date on you know, for three years, but it never goes bad. And it never repeats. I can't, I tried for years to take fish oil <laughs> and I would be burping it up you know, for hours never yeah. happens with algae. So yeah. the algae is a much safer, more stable, shelf-stable uh, source. Vegan, by the way, saves the oceans. Yeah, eco-friendly, sustainable. So it's good for you and good for the earth. So I, I would highly recommend algae as an alternative for you. And there's other benefits that you're going to find out for brain health from both the spirulina and the chlorella, including these very critical antioxidants, uh, like one called superoxidismutase, that protect your brain and protect your um, mitochondria even more than an omega-3. Um, so it's, so, uh, so, you know, we're, science, we're always learning about stuff. And so um, there's been this big push for omega-3, but um, if I do my job right, the people will start understanding that algae is almost the best alternative in every case, including fish oil. <laughs> yeah, well, we, we stand on the shoulders of our predecessors. You know, omega-3s get discovered as very beneficial to, to health, and we find ways to supplement with it and et cetera, and find ways to get it into our diet. And then, you know, innovators come along and stand on the shoulders of their predecessors and find more uh, effective delivery mechanisms. And, and that's what you're doing. Um, and you know, just as as it pertains to the the aldehyde um, repeat or the burp, I you know I've started to um, integrate um, the energy bits, uh, the spirulina, um, into my daughter's morning routine. And you know, three teenage daughters, they're not too keen on fish oils to be quite honest. Um, but with the spirulina tablets, it's just uh, it, it it just merges kind of seamlessly into exactly. what they're doing and they just don't even really notice it, to be honest, um, in terms of taste, but obviously it has all of these incredible knock-on impacts. So, you know, we've established that it's full of protein, all of the essential amino acids, that it's got 40 vitamins and minerals, that it is um, replete with omega-3 fatty acids, it's low glycemic, it's low caloric, um, it's environmentally sustainable, um, I think it even protect, protects LDL cholesterol from oxidation and, and oh, might reduce yeah. it, blood it, pressure. It, it so there's all these other things. It <laughs> reduces blood pressure. It reduces uh, um, uh, cholesterol, the bad cholesterol. Uh, your skin improves. It has more collagen in it than collagen powder. It has more antioxidants than anything else in the world, especially the ones that protect your mitochondria. Um, there's, there's, nothing, there's nothing wrong with algae. The only problem with algae, especially spirulina, is people don't know about it. And yet, and I'd remind people, algae isn't new. First of all, remember, it's no. 4 billion years old, but uh, the Egyptians used it 2,000 years ago. The Aztecs grew it 250 years ago as a main food source. And it's been used in Asia daily for the last no. 50 years. The Japanese don't leave their house without chlorella algae, which we'll talk about in a minute. Uh, and they have, by the way, have the best longevity, lowest cancer rates, lowest 
uh, obesity rates and great skin and hair. So I'm here to help the rest of the world understand the benefits of algae because why should the Asians be the only ones getting all these benefits? And and it's been grown there for 50 years. It's a multi-billion dollar agricultural crop. Remember, it's a crop. It's not... It's not a supplement, um, but 99% of it is consumed there. And um, so they really haven't done anything to help Americans or nor- anywhere else around the world understand what algae is. And I got into this because my younger sister had breast cancer and she's fine now, but her oncologist told her to change her diet to an alkaline diet, which led me to plant-based nutrition, which led me to algae. And when I read all the science about algae, there's 100,000 studies documenting all the efficacy of the benefits we're going to talk about today. And it's been used safely and just never been explained to anybody. I thought, okay, I know my mission in life now. Well, yeah, and obviously NASA took a keen interest in it because NASA was putting astronauts into space and had to make sure that they were getting a full nutrient-rich diet, but there's not a lot of space. <laughs> You're not going to take uh, a, a whole, um, you know, a lot of vegetables up in space with you. So they did a tremendous amount of research Um on spirulina. And so, you know, you're standing on, on solid ground as far as the research goes, for sure. Well, in fact, now that you mentioned NASA, I'll, mention, I'll show you this yes. one chart. So using that calculation of one gram equals the same nutrition as a thousand grams of, of vegetables, we sell our algae in these large ta- bags of a thousand tablets. And I used that calculation and realized there was 550 pounds, the nutrition of 551 pounds of vegetables in every mm. bag of thousand tablets. <laughs> Oh Unbelievable, God. right? Think about it. That's, That's 551 crazy. pounds of vegetables. You didn't have to carry home from the grocery store. You didn't have to clean, cook, eat, or fight with your kids or husbands to eat. So, and and also, or throw out because they go bad so quickly uh, because right. there's just not the same nutrition as there used to be. Wow. Our, pl- our soils are so damaged. Our ozone layer is causing our vegetables to have more sugar, less nutrients. So it's yeah. what I call efficient nutrition. Yeah, um, well, that's actually a really interesting point, Catherine, that I actually hadn't really thought of or, or um, is that, you know, we throw away 33% of the food that we grow and it's generally in an, a landfill, which yeah. then produces, you know, methane greenhouse gas. Yeah. So this is a in, totally efficient uh, and sustainable uh, you know, approach to getting all of these nutrients and proteins and omega threes, and then protecting our, our mitochondrial function, which I, I'd love to start to explore. Yes, we'll get but into go, that. Go ahead. Yeah. So it's the efficiency is for you as a uh, consuming it at home, because if you took yeah. ten tablets a day, a bag of those tablets would last you three months, which is pretty sweet. Um, and at one hundred twenty-five dollars, although we have a twenty percent discount code, we'll share at the end. Uh, it works out to about a dollar a day. A dollar a day to get your five, six, seven, seven servings of vegetables. In a, in a second, I can't emphasize enough how effortless this is. You just, uh, you know, I like to chew mine, but most people swallow them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So while we're talking, I just had a plate of vegetables. How easy is that, right? <laughs> and, you know, yeah. we, have, we get emails from, from customers who thank us because now they don't have to fight with their children any longer begging them to eat vegetables or their husbands or, you know, older people get gas. They don't have the digestive enzymes that they used to have. Remember, spirulina has no fiber. Um, In Japan, if babies can't digest mother's breast milk, the only thing that keeps them alive is spirulina in water because it has the same amino acid profile. And I'm the one that discovered that and all that GLA. So 
It is really good for you, but as you pointed out, so good for the earth. There is zero waste, zero biomass from a crop of of, of algae. And here's the uh, and you it uses a third of the uh, water that traditional uh, crops use. Those traditional crappy crops that are acidic and don't do any nutritional improvements for you, like corn or wheat. It uses a third of the water, and because algae kills bacteria, you can reuse the water when you grow it. So it's very efficient on water. And think about it. You get one crappy crop a year of corn or wheat. Algae takes a month to grow, about mm. two weeks to dry, and then to tablet. You can get 10 crops a year when you grow algae versus one that has ver no nutritional value, is draining our aquifers from all of our water, creating a yeah. massive amount of biomass that's uh, causing eth um, eth eth um, methane release. So, right. and yet you get 200 times more protein per acre than you do from uh, animal farming. I I'm very big on regenerative animal farming, by the way. I don't want to you know, give you the yeah. wrong impression, but you get, this is just very, very efficient, eco-friendly, sustainable farming. And uh, if I do my job right, I'm going to help the world learn about it so they can start growing these uh, setting up these farms around the world, uh, like, you know, the United Nations was right 50 years ago. It is the answer to world hunger. There was a big article in, uh, I think, um, Time magazine or one of the big newspapers about algae is the answer for feeding America and the world. And they're absolutely right. <laughs> yeah. And I suppose because it's photosynthetic that it's also sequestering carbon along the way. Exactly. It's pulling out carbon and it's, it's yeah. contributing oxygen. It actually provides 80% of the oxygen on earth. It's not the rainforests in the Amazon. It's actually the algae. But anyways, it, it's, cool. it's, I'm in love with algae, as you can tell, I'm very passionate <laughs> about it. Um, I think I'm, I'm green from the inside. I'm very proud of it. And, uh, um, I just, I'm so grateful to have stumbled into it and, and seen the benefits and read the science. I just am eager to share the, the discovery with the rest of the world. You're going to find out about it eventually. You can't keep algae hidden much longer. And in fact, I'm doing a TED talk on that. So uh, stay tuned. Now let's switch over to chlorella because we gave the, we, you know, uh, put the spotlight on spirulina, which is very energizing and nourishing, can replace many of your supplements, including fish oil, a multivitamin, and it's food. So it can also replace um, snacks, protein, uh, and it's so safe. You can give it to newborns, teenagers, and your grandparents or, and your great-grandparents who may have dig uh, compromised digestion. They'll get more nutrition from a couple of tablets than they probably have um, had all, all week. So very, very good for them. But the next algae I want to talk about is chlorella which developed about a billion years after spirulina. Spirulina blue-green, first uh, life on earth, chlorella about a billion years later, which does belong to the plant kingdom. Spirulina is a bacteria. So spirulina, or, um, chlorella's claim to fame is that it has the highest chlorophyll in the world. Spirulina has the highest protein in the world. And so you say to yourself, well, what's so important about chlorophyll? And I'm gonna show you another chart here. This is the chemical composition of your hemoglobin. And this is the chemical composition of chlorophyll. 
Notice that they're virtually identical. This is because the chlor and the only difference is chlorophyll has magnesium in the middle, which we need, and uh, your blood hemoglobin has iron. Iron is what carries oxygen in your blood. By the way, both algae have the highest concentration of iron in the world. It's it's um, uh, so. Anyways, chlorophyll builds your blood. Chlorophyll has been used for centuries, way before the pharmaceutical industry got to us to help people heal from injury or surgeries. In fact, they used to give liquid chlorophyll to people after surgery if they didn't have enough um, blood for transfusions and they would heal just as fast. So number one, chlorophyll builds your blood. And when you have healthy blood, you're gonna have a healthier body, healthier brain, healthier gut. So that's number one. Number two, and this ties back to our discussion earlier on omega-3, chlorophyll is a fat-based pigment. The blue pigment in uh, spirulina is a water-based pigment, which is why it helps heal the blood and also uh, stops the growth of tumors. But chlorophyll is a fat-based pigment. I discovered this because you can do this at home too. Put a couple of tablets of the spirulina on a plate you know, with, with some warm water and watch the beautiful blue pigment disperse evenly through the water. But when you do the same thing with the chlorella, the green just kind of clumps and it doesn't disperse. It, it, I mean, the blue looks like this, it's gorgeous. I did this 20 times and then I finally checked my science and found out that chlorophyll is a fat-based pigment. And this is important because it builds your cell walls just as effectively as uh, omega-3, uh, D3, vitamin E, uh, and your cell walls are made of fats. They're called lipids and you need healthy, cell walls in order to have a healthy body. It allows nutrients in and toxins out. So chlorophyll is very cleansing because of that. It heals the cell walls. That's why a lot of people, when they do vegetable cleanses and juicing, a lot of it's the chlorophyll that's healing the cell walls so that you can have a effective, um, uh, good and strong uh, cellular uh, lipid profile. Um, mm. The other thing about chlorophyll and the algae in general is that it's the most alkaline food in the world. And your body, your cells need to be, uh, if you don't know about the al alkalinity acidity scale, it goes from zero to 14. And your cells need to be just slightly alkaline, 7.1. Your blood actually needs to be more alkaline, it needs to be 7.34. Um, and when it's alkaline, then this is indicative of oxygen being present, of the health of the, the cell is protected. Otto Warburg was a German scientist who um, discovered that cancer can only exist in an acidic environment. So when you take algae, you're not only getting all these other benefits, you're helping preserve the correct alkalinity of the cell. And when you start to get cancer cells, by the way, when we're going to you know, talk about a little bit how please, please, please stop taking, eating sugar and processed foods because cancer cells have anywhere from 10 to 50 times more uh, receptors for insulin. They just gobble up sugar like there's no tomorrow. So uh, we want to prevent that from happening by keeping the cell slightly alkaline so that you can have a healthy engagement um, and, pre and prevent um, cancer. And if anyone does have cancer, this will help you Get, uh, restore your cellular pH, uh, and uh, it gives you many other benefits as well. But back to chlorella, chlorella. So high chlorophyll, which builds your blood, which builds your cell walls, very alkaline. It kills bacteria, which um, bad breath is a cause of bacteria. Uh, it has fiber, which feeds your gut. 
your mm -hmm. biome. Uh, the molecules want that for the short chain fatty acids, and it's very cleansing to to the to the colon. So it's very colon friendly. <laughs> um, and most importantly, chlorella has the hardest cell wall in the plant kingdom. This hard cell wall, which has to be cracked at production, attaches to toxins. All the heavy metals, lead, mercury, radiation, aluminum. It also attaches to alcohol, lactic acid. So athletes use it after a workout. So it chelates all the pesticides, glyphosate, anything that's not that should not be in your body. Chlorella will pull it out. Chlorella also has the highest glutathione in the world. We'll talk about that later on. But glutathione is also a detoxing antioxidant and it particularly targets your liver. Uh, your liver is kind of like your water treatment plant. <laughs> it, keep, it, it pulls out all the toxins out of your body. So because chlorella is very healing and detoxing, it's very much a wellness algae. So we called our chlorella recovery bits because it helps you recover your health. We thought that was a little easier to remember than chlorella, which is sometimes hard to say or hard to spell. And because your body goes through a detox repair cycle when you're sleeping, and because chlorella also has the highest tryptophan in the world, which is a precursor to melatonin, it has very high melatonin, um, it helps you get to sleep. And also it, it uh, while you're sleeping, you uh, you're, uh, it's pulling out all the toxins from your brain, from your cells, um, and it will facilitate a much better repair. So uh, you're getting your beauty sleep. Chlorella's in there as your cleanup crew, just like on the beaches, and getting rid of the stuff that shouldn't be there. It also facilitates uh, uh, um, peristalsis, which is known as a bowel movement. Um, so it, uh, you get rid of the stuff, you know, the junk in your trunk, <laughs> stuff that shouldn't be there. And, um, and if you take, but to get the detox benefits, well, let me back up. To get the wellness benefits, same like with spirulina, 10 a day is, is sufficient because you get all that rich chlorophyll, 40 vitamins and minerals, uh, zinc, all the things that build your immune system. But if you want detox benefits, you need to step it up to about 20 or 30 um, because you need that much to pull the toxins out. Now, the good thing about chlorella is it actually tastes pretty good. Uh, so if you try eating it with pistachio nuts or macadamia nuts or you know any trail mix or anything, now you can have like a bedtime snack that will be facilitating a wellness cleanse while you're sleeping uh, and uh, not and actually contribute to your sleep as well. Uh, spirulina, most people do swallow it, I will mention, um, because it's very earthy flavor. I chew mine. But um, so because um, we, we suggest you take spirulina, you want energy in the morning, we call it a, an AM algae. And because chlorella helps with your detox and repair when you're sleeping, it's a PM. So AM and PM. And when we get to mitochondria health next, we're also going to talk a lot about the brain and your highest concentration of mitochondria are in your brain. You have 2 million mitochondria per cell in your brain. Think about that. Two million. Your brain uses 20% of your energy, but it only represents 1% of your body weight. And uh, so your brain is sucking up all this energy from your mitochondria. And so it's very easily damaged. So that's why when we talk about the mitochondria, you'll find out that spirulina has nutrients in it that protect the mitochondria in your brain better than anything else. So another way to think of algae spirulina, AM, PM, think about it as brain or the top down 
spirulina works on your health and your wellness from the top down, especially for your brain. And because chlorella has the chlorophyll, the fiber, all the nutrients to heal your gut and your biome, think about it as bottoms up. So top down, bottoms up. Anything to help people understand the difference um, and when to take them and why to take them is, I find, you know, very beneficial. (laughs) Yeah, because I have three kids, I think of chlorella as a uh, Cruella DeVille right, uh, from right. uh, 101 Dalmatians. And she was kind of a dark character. So that, that is more concomitant with the evening. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, well, Chlorella at night. Yeah. It's, um, it's very well known in Asia, uh, not as well known sure. in America, uh, but we work with biological dentists who use it to pull out mercury from uh, right. when they take out fillings because the fillings have mercury in them and they take it as well as the patient. It was used by the United Nations after Chernobyl to pull out radiation. Um, And when the Fukushima disaster happened about eight or nine years ago, the chlorella supply around the world was bought up within 24 hours because they know it's the only thing that stops radiation. And so we were out of stock for about you know two months. Everybody was because it's wow. a crop, and you ha- we had to wait for the next crop to grow and be dried, and then shipped over to us. So yeah. it has a well, huge um, history of of healing properties. But as I said, most people don't really know much about chlorella. Yeah, well, it makes some sense. I mean, a lot of restoration happens during sleep hours. So if you look at like processes like autophagy, which is you know the breakdown of dysfunctional proteins and cells into their component amino acid building blocks a lot of that happens you know at night or in the glymphatic system in your brain the cleaning out of beta amyloid proteins happens exactly at night um even mitophagy sort of the breakdown of, of dysfunctional mitochondrial uh, organelles is happening kind of in the evening so if you can really think about you know, the yin yang of of your life, which is, you know, daytime and sun and growth and vibrancy. And then there's sleep, which is, you know, restoration and repair, et cetera. And unfortunately, we get out of whack there. And, you know, we're a society that sanctifies, you know, growth all the time uh, at the expense of repair. And, uh, And of course, you know, we're dealing with a lot of chronic disease because, uh, you know, of that confusion. So I think well, the way right. that you've been able to frame it, I think is, is, is an excellent framing for people. Well, and, and, you know, we are human beings, but we are so focused on being human doings and, right. um, thank God sleep is being recognized, not as a cop-out, but a, uh, as a, um, a healing mechanism that's free. Here's the great thing about health. The good stuff is all free. Fresh right. air, sunshine, sleep, Fasting. Uh, you, know, you know, meditation. Uh, algae's not free, but it, you know, it, it's uh, it's the most effective and concentrated nutrition in the world. Uh, and you know, I I'm so pleased and grateful and honored to be connected with algae because it's it, you know I'm so grounded in Mother Nature and she gives us everything we need if we would just stop doing and st- mm. and start being a bit more um, like the like the vegetation and the plants they just you know they, they don't fight with each other they're not trying to over strive right. <laughs> yeah. well there's a there's a line a line from the Tao Te Ching uh, I do nothing and I leave nothing undone. 
And uh, I laugh because my children have become academic Taoists <laughs> because oh, great, they do right. they do nothing and they leave nothing undone. Yeah, uh, does not doesn't always apply to homework. Yeah. Obviously, we know from uh, you know biology one hundred and one that the mitochondria are the power plants of our cells, but there's so much more than that. So maybe you yeah. could break down some of the roles and responsibilities uh, of the mitochondria and some other key data, so we're yes. aware of you know where they exist in, in greatest prevalence, et cetera. Right. Well, first of all, um, as I mentioned earlier, um, you know, we have uh, nutrients that our body creates for us that protect our mitochondria from free radical damage. Um, but that protection disappears after about the age of 30 or 40. And I want to show you this chart. This is the chart showing chronic disease. 50% of Americans have a chronic disease. And when you get to 65, and by the way, I'm 66, uh, when you get wow. to 65, wow it goes up to 80%. This is serious stuff. And I'm gonna to explain to you how we can turn around that scenario because getting to 80 or 90 when you're unwell is not an achievement. Who wants to be unwell when you're 80 or 90? You want, you want to be healthy. So what's happening is they're realizing whether it's brain disorders, cancer, heart disease, it's all due to a mitochondrial dysfunction. And there's a book I just finished reading called Brain Energy by Dr. Chris mm -hmm. Palmer, who's a psychiatrist at the Harvard Medical School. His entire book, yeah, is was is is all about how mental health, anxiety, depression, post traumatic stress disorder, Alzheimer's is a mitochondrial dysfunction, and he's right, it is. But it's also heart disease is a mitochondrial dysfunction, cancer is a mitochondrial dysfunction. So what is this mitochondria stuff, and why is it happening? So here's the deal: mitochondria, as you mentioned, are what's called the powerhouses of our, um, uh, our body. They generate something called ATP, which is cellular energy. You need this cellular energy for everything. Walking, talking, thinking, being, um, heart, your heart rate, your lymphatic system. You don't exist without ATP. So making sure those mitochondria are generating energy for you is your number one goal. Because when they're looked after, you're looked after. And to help people who aren't familiar with mitochondria, or your body, um, I've come up with a, a little analogy. Think of yourself as uh, a, a skyscraper. You know, when a, a new building is born, it's fresh and shiny and everything's working and, you know, when you're born, so are you. And inside the building are offices. Some of them are specialized because, you know, and they're bigger because maybe somebody's taken a couple of floors. And in your body, you have uh, those offices would equate to cells. You have liver cells, you have heart cells, and they all do different functions, just like different companies in the offices. But nothing happens in the building without lights. The lights are what keep everything happening in the building. And in your body, those lights are your mitochondria. Now, here's the problem. Everything's working great when the building's, you know, brand new. Same with you when you're brand new born. But over time, the lights start going out and the building falls into disrepair and the maintenance people go away. And so nobody's repairing the lights. And slowly people start leaving the building and they, the offices are empty. Well, the same thing happens with your body. If As you get older and you don't have the antioxidants, what we're going to talk about in a minute, that preserve and protect your mitochondria or restore them, your lights go out and then more lights go out. And eventually, virtually all of your lights are out and that's when chronic disease hits. 
So what I want you to think about is, and the good news is it's not a permanent condition. Our bodies have about 30 trillion cells in them and they're always restoring it. Uh, every day, 30 trillion die and every day, 30 trillion more grow. So whatever condition you may be experiencing does not have to be terminal or permanent, but you need to give your body what it needs you need nutrition, you need sleep, you need sun, you need love. I can't work on the love, but I can give you the nutrition. Um, and so the, the nutrients that we're missing because our soils are so damaged and we have overprocessed foods and blah, 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 can be found in the algae. And so the algae is so concentrated and so perfectly matched to your mitochondria because it, it, your mitochondria came from algae, uh, we can get your lights back on and restore your health. And so that's the big picture to understand how your body works. So the cellular energy, um, it's generated in the mitochondria. And um, I'm gonna show you a picture of your cell. So here's your cell. And in your cell, you have a nucleus. And then these little peanut shaped things are your mitochondria. Now remember, there's 2 million of these little peanut shaped things per cell in your brain. The next highest concentration are in women's eggs because um, uh, it takes a lot of energy to generate, create a new human. And the third concentration is in your heart, which is about 7,000. But there's 2 million of these per cell in your brain. Now inside the mitochondria, this is where the ATP is produced. Uh, but a byproduct of ATP is free radicals. Free radicals are like smoke. Uh, if you have a fire, and you, you know, smoke is a, is a byproduct. Um, and the, sm the, the free radicals are very damaging. And they're particularly damaging to the mitochondria DNA. Because your mitochondria DNA are located right exactly where the ATP and the free radicals are. Now, your, your, free, your mitochondria only have 13 um, DNA. And you think, oh, 13, that's not very much. But those 13 control 37, absolutely right? all 25,000 of these DNA. This is your nuclear DNA. They control the communication on your cell walls. They control everything. In fact, your mitochondria DNA are like an air controller at an airport. They control everything. And so when they're working well, everything works. But when your mitochondria DNA get damaged, it's like at the at an airport. The, your if your if your air controller wasn't on his game or was you know playing ping pong or something, planes would crash. This is what's happening to your health. Your mitochondria DNA are being damaged because they are ringside where all the free radicals are being um, thrown off. It's like if you sit near a fireplace or a bonfire, you get too close, sparks fly and you can get burned. So it's exactly what's happening to your mitochondria DNA. They only have a lifespan of 10 to 30 days, whereas your regular DNA lasts a lifetime because they're nowhere near where the free radicals are. Uh, and when they get damaged, the cells start deteriorating. Communication of the cell walls deteriorate. You get into what's called uh, um, fission, uh, which is uh, a bad way to have your cells die because they sort of explode and all the bad cellular DNA that's been damaged spreads out. You want to have what's called autophagy where the cell goes, oh, I'm not, I'm not feeling so well. I think I'll just kill myself and, and it gets rid of itself. But when you have damaged mitochondria, this is what, this is what a healthy DNA mitochondria looks like. A damaged mitochondria looks like this. Now, when they're uh, when this, the the um, ATP is being produced, it has to communicate. And when the when they're damaged, they can't communicate because you've got these big gaps 
Uh, this is what in the, what's called the Krebs cycle. And so you have, because there's gaps, more free radicals are produced because they leak out of what's called the electron transport chain. So, so now they got more, more damage because they're damaged. And then the cycle just keeps getting worse and worse and worse. This is why you have a downward spiral in your health after the age of 40. It's just, uh, and I'll explain why that's happening. So the key to life, the key to preserving your health, protecting your health, not having chronic disease, not aging, is to protect your mitochondria from free radical damage. And there's two ways you can do that. Um, so let me tell you what they are. The first one is to reduce your free radicals. And I'll tell you about and, uh, how to do that. And the second is to remove the free radicals. And I'm going to tell you how to do that for, as well. So let's talk about reducing them. So the best way to reduce free radicals is reduce your carbs. Carbs produce the most free radicals. We're talking sugar, processed foods. Get them out of your system as quickly and as much as you can. You don't have to do keto, as long as you're low carb, because now you're gonna have fewer free radicals and an even better thing is fasting. Could be intermittent fasting, long-term fasting, and algae. Intermittent fasting and algae create virtually zero free radicals. So that's your first step, is to reduce the free radicals, okay? Second step is to remove the free radicals. Now, how would you normally do that? Well, you know, you've heard of antioxidants. Antioxidants uh, stop free radicals. But the problem is most antioxidants cannot get into the inner membrane of the mitochondria. Remember we mentioned earlier, all membranes are made of fat. Well, uh, and, and so there is one of those membranes, a lipid membrane around mitochondria but mitochondria are the only cell structure in your body with a second membrane. It's an inner membrane and your traditional antioxidants cannot get in there. And why is that inner membrane there? Because it's left over from its evolutionary beginnings when it was an individual anaerobic cell that got engulfed by the larger aerobic cell. That original cell structure never disappeared. It just got engulfed and covered with a regular one. So, so here we are, we have this inner membrane and normally these membrane, the, the fat membrane has what's called porins. These are little channels that allow um, uh, antioxidants and proteins in and out, but there are no porins in the inner membrane. And the only antioxidants that can get in there are glutathione, melatonin, superoxidismutase, also known as SOD, and chlorophyll. Now, I'll tell you, uh, the, uh, without spoiling the surprise, algae has the highest concentration of all four. But here's the good news. Superoxide dismutase, uh, melatonin, and um, uh, uh, um, uh, glutathione are made by your body. Ta-da! They yep. protect you naturally from the moment you are born. And what they do effectively is they put, they turn all those free radicals into water. It's like having a fireman in there, hosing down all the, the, uh, the, the most damaging one is called superoxide, superoxide. And of course, superoxide dismutase uh, reduces it. So normally, or up until the age of 30, good to go. You got all this great protection from all these fabulous three antioxidants. And of course, your body doesn't make chlorophyll, but you know, in algae has the highest chlorophyll. But here's the problem. You have all these great antioxidants and you're born, you're a teenager, 20, 30, and then boom, your body stops making them. 
And this is exactly when chronic disease hits. And this is because your mitochondria are no longer being protected with those three antioxidants that your body normally makes. And this is exactly when chronic disease hits. Now, I've, I, I thought about that and I thought, well, that just doesn't make any sense. Mother Nature is so smart. Why would she stop making uh, these critical antioxidants that aren't found in food, by the way, in any medicinal amounts, zero? Um, and I finally did some research and found out why. It's because you know humans have been existed for about 2 million years. We've only lived past 30 in the last thousand or so years. Our biology has not caught up with our destiny. Our body still thinks we're going to die at 30. That's why. So in the you know when you're older, it, this longer age period span only started happening in the last hundred or thousand years. Our body thinks we're going to die at 30. That's why your body stops making these critical antioxidants: glutathione, melatonin, superoxydismutase. It's all documented. It also your body slows down at the production of mitochondria too. So here it's a it's a perfect storm for disease. Your body's not protecting your mitochondria, and by the time you're 30 or 40, you've been absorbing all these toxins. So you're look here it is. This is where inflammation hits. This is damaged mitochondria. This is chronic disease. It doesn't matter whether it's Alzheimer's, heart disease, cancer. You're a sitting duck because your body can't protect you like it did when it was younger. But the good news is you can change that. And algae has the highest concentration of glutathione, melatonin, superoxidase, and chlorophyll in the world. And we can flatline that inflammation and we can bring back your health. We can turn back the lights, we can turn the lights back on in your mitochondria because they will generate, regenerate. Um, because when, you're, when your mitochondria is damaged, things like your telomeres shrink. Telomeres are the little caps on the ends of the uh, DNA. And when they get shorter, that's a prediction of shorter longevity and, and, and damage and health. Because when they get so short, the DNA starts to unravel and then the cells duplicate in a, and they get damaged and they, they replicate in a damaged form. Superoxidismutase, which is one of these critical antioxidants, has been proven to extend the life of your telomeres. Ta-da! Mm. So uh, it's wow. pretty exciting stuff. We're doing a, actually a clinical trial right now with an organization called um, Gray Team. They um, a nonprofit that is dedicated to stopping suicide rates in veterans. And we're just giving them, we just started about two weeks ago, we're giving them 30 tablets of spirulina every day, They're not changing anything else. And we're, we've, we uh, did a, a brain scan before we started the program and we're gonna do another one after and we're doing sleep monitors and everything. And I am convinced that we will see that the inflammation levels have gone down um, just from the spirulina because of the superoxidismutase, the glutathione, the melatonin, uh, also a little bit from the omega-3, but mostly from these three um, nutrients that protect your, your mitochondria. So. So it's um, so the great thing is, you know, you get the immediate benefits of spirulina. Your hunger is satisfied. You get energy for the day, um, and the, you get the immediate benefits of the chlorella. It pulls out toxins. It builds your immune system. It's a replacement for your greens uh, on a daily basis. But on a long-term basis, it's protecting you at the cellular level, so that whether you have a chronic disease 
uh, we can reverse it uh, or help reverse it. I have to be careful. Um, and if you don't want one, who does? We can help prevent that. And it's strictly from nutrition. But I want to point out that it's not just any super, any algae because um, most algae companies use high heat to get out to market because they're lower price, higher volume. Superoxide dismutase is an enzyme. And so high heat kills enzymes. So that's why people try ours and they go, well, I'm going to go use a cheaper one. And they always come back because they don't feel the same results. And it's one of the reasons is because the superoxide dismutase is, has been denatured um, if, if it's in an algae that's been uh, heated to get to market. So, so I'm, you know, I didn't make algae. It's Mother Nature's uh, at her best. I and uh, it's so similar to Mother's breast milk. I, I did the analysis, so I consider it Mother Nature's breast milk for us. Um, Mother Nature always has our best interests at heart. Uh, we are part of nature. It doesn't get any more natural than algae, particularly ours. We do third-party lab tests, by the way, to um, because we sell through doctors and chiropractors and functional medicine. And by the way, if any listeners are practitioners or in the biohacking community, definitely reach out to us. At, um, contact us at customercare at energybits.com. We'd love to work with you. Um, but it is truly the most concentrated, nutrient-dense, safe, pure, scientifically proven uh, nutrient um, that I think is going to change the world. And um, I'm so honored to share my knowledge with you. I've been researching algae for 13 years. And um, every day I, I learn something new. It's like, oh my God, you do that too? <laughs> it's like having a child prodigy on your hand. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, you, you certainly are a passionate champion and advocate uh, for algae. And um, sometimes I, I think it's helpful just um, for me to reiterate some of the messaging so people can understand and it really sticks with people. So, I, you know, I, I think everyone has a sense for how important the mitochondria is. Obviously, it produces energy, but there's so much more happening there. It's also regulating the production of neurotransmitters and hormones. It's an ion pump, so it moves calcium around. That's the electrical signals that enable brain exactly. your brain cells to communicate. It can it plays a role in, in gene expression and even stress response. Um, so there's so many different roles and responsibilities inside the mitochondria, but of course, the primary one is the production of energy of adenosine triphosphate, as you've eloquently outlined. And as a product of creating that energy, naturally, our mitochondria create a certain amount of free radicals or reactive oxygen species, more if they're using glucose than ketones or free fatty acids. So that's right. one reason. And I know that you know Dr. Gundry. He wrote a book about how ketones have these uh, uh, uncoupling proteins that reduce right. or trigger these uncoupling proteins in the mitochondria that reduce the, the production of, of, of free radicals. But free radicals get produced. Um, you know, there are these, you know, active compounds, you know, with uh, electrons and their unpaired electrons in their outer shells. And but we have naturally endogenously this production of antioxidants, like you said, melatonin and glutathione. It's a miracle, right? That, you know, this again, the yin yang. Yeah. But we stop producing them efficiently over time because in some level our body is coded that way. Yes. But there's we have some agency 
over trying to find a more healthy balance between the production of of free radicals and antioxidants. And if we don't find that balance, the free radicals will damage our mitochondria and the knock-on impacts of that are multifarious, but we stop producing energy and we start to develop the uh, the symptoms or the presentations of all sorts of chronic disease. And I'm glad you brought up Chris Palmer. He was on the show recently. We delved deep into this unifying theory about how many mental disorders are actually metabolic disorders of the brain. Right. It's actually fascinating. It is mitochondrial dysfunction that is at the source of exactly. a lot of depression, autism, uh, ADD, ADHD, OCD, PTSD, and every other you know acronym <laughs> that we can think yeah. of at this juncture. Yeah. Um, so, you know, this is key to our health span and our lifespan, yes. but our ability to live healthy through our life and thrive. And like, you know, you say, and I talk a lot about this on, on the show, is that, you know, the prevalence of chronic disease, especially after we turn 60, is so 80%, high. 80%. Yeah. It's just crazy. And the implications of this are huge. Obviously, it's a tremendous amount of suffering for the individual. It's a tremendous amount of suffering for those friends and family of the individual that then need to care for them. But there's also a tremendous toll on society where we're spending $4 trillion a year managing the symptoms of chronic disease generally through pharmaceutical drugs. Exactly. And as so, we know, the pharmaceuticals don't correct the problem. That's they right. Just, they don't address root, they, root cause. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what you're doing is you're offering a solution to this panoply of, of issues and problems, and um, and and you're doing it with incredible passion and eloquence. So I'm very very grateful. Wow. Um, and it, you know I, I want you to make sure that you know you message our audience here in terms of how they can avail themselves yes. Uh, yes. of energy bits. Um, and uh, and obviously the chlorella as well. Yeah. So so please let us know where we can find sure. <laughs> you know you, um, the product, <laughs> yeah. all of the above. Well, our main website is energybits.com, E-N-E-R-G-Y-B-I-T-S. And we have a 20% discount code for everybody. Um, it works on all the products. The code is commune. Just put it in the in the box when you check out. And just as a recap, um, you know, we have bags. The spirulina is the blue bag. It gives you energy. By the way, um, there is a second uh, spirulina, and it's called Beauty Bits. They are absolutely identical. And the reason why there's two, and I'm not trying to trick anybody, but I found that women didn't like the packaging. Um, and because it has more collagen than collagen powder, antioxidants to stop wrinkles and everything. And because I started the company because of my younger sister, so having breast cancer, and so women's health has always been important to me. I thought, well, I'll, you know, I'll just make one that's pretty. So we have a boy spirulina and a girl spirulina, but they are absolutely identical, not trying to trick you. I just want you to feel comfortable with them. The large bags are the best value, but we also have canisters that have that come with a bag in them and then you just open the bag and you know shake them out through the opening and if you buy a canister you only buy one canister and then you refill it with the bag right. by the way they're all sustainable made of cardboard and uh, recycled paper and if you don't 
Um, so this is the spirulina. Chlorella is the wellness algae that pulls out toxins. Uh, this is morning, this is uh, PM, or this is your brain, this is your gut. Um, and if you um, don't want to buy them separately, we have a, we do have a blended algae tablet called Vitality Bits uh, that has, uh, it's a blended 50% spirulina, 50% chlorella. If you can, we encourage you to buy them separately because in the morning, if you're doing intermittent fasting, you want your hunger gone and that's spirulina. Um, chlorella doesn't satisfy your hunger. If you're doing detox, you know, chlorella is the best one. So energybits.com is the website. We're very active on social. Um, we have uh, our Instagram handle is at energybits. Uh, Beautybits has their own handle. It's at Beautybits. Um, if you want to reach me, you can also just contact us as customer care at energybits.com. I'm also the chief scientific officer. I, I also design everything. <laughs> I, um, but I have written about 500 papers. I was on 250 podcasts last year. I'm on a mission to help people understand the science of algae and how it perfectly intertwines with the science and needs of your body. So I'm very, and I speak, if you want me to speak, I'd be delighted. You can just reach us at customer care. If you have a practice or a biohacking center, contact us at wholesale at energybits.com. Um, algae is the, is the next thing. And, and I'm just, you know, it's, it's, I, I want to reinforce, it's not new. It's just new to you. And, and um, so don't be overwhelmed by it. Uh, just, you know, do some research. There's, we write a big blog all the time on our website. There's lots of science. Just inform yourself and understand that there are different uh, qualities of different suppliers. Uh, and we've been known as having the highest quality because we've always put people's health first. So the mm. purest water, no heat, no no binders. Um, I just want, uh, and so it's more, there's higher efficacy. So you need less of it to get better benefits. But honestly, algae will take, will change your world. It will change our world. Um, and I'm just so honored that I got a chance to, um, you know, tell you about it and um, work with algae as much as I have. And you'll, uh, you'll enjoy feeling better sooner I promise you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The most natural thing in the world and the first life on earth. <laughs> yeah. Well, Catherine, thanks so much for your uh, your generous sharing of information. I know that I've learned a tremendous amount and I'm so happy to hear that your sister is well and that she inspired you uh, yes. along this journey. And, and now uh, it's really bent the arc of your life towards uh, giving back and trying to promote greater health and well-being uh, in the world. So well done. And I hope Thank to be you. continued because uh, this is just a fascinating topic. We're learning more and more uh, every day. I often call this era the age of agency um, because well, that's really good. I like um, between, that. you know, study new science around epigenetics and neuroplasticity and the microbiome and algae, et cetera, we are learning that we have a lot more agency over our own health. This age of genetic determinism is, is largely over. Exactly. Um, Thank God. And, right. Yeah. And I, I'm not saying that genes don't play a role. They do yeah. play a role sometimes. But and, epigenetic and, it's, it's what, what yeah. triggers it. Um, and on that note, I call myself a citizen scientist because I have an MBA, mm -hmm. but I am completely self-taught on science. And it turns out that I love science. I might even do a PhD. I'm certainly going to be writing a book, but, but the information is there uh, for us to um, find. And it's been there for 
almost a hundred years. Um, so I'm just grateful that I, I seem to like digging through the, you know, PubMed is my <laughs> new favorite place to go, my happy place. And, yeah. but if you don't like the science, just come and visit us. Cause I, I do. And I, I try to make it easy for you, but, but think of yourself as a citizen scientist too. You can, you are in charge of your health and your destiny and, uh, and uh, own it and be proud to own it because um, that's the only life you got here is, is the one you have. <laughs> that's right. As our mutual friend, Mark Hyman says, be the CEO of your own healthcare. Oh, I like and, that. I like that too. Um, yeah. And never has that been more possible. So yes, Catherine Arnston, thank you so much. And, uh, and I hope we can do it again. I hope so too. Thank you so much, Jeff. Take care. Thank you for listening to my conversation with Katherine Arnston. I urge you to check out EnergyBit's plant-based nutrition tablets made purely of algae, a sustainable whole food crop that supports your body naturally. Now, if you enjoy this show, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. It makes a huge difference. And if you're a regular listener, you have a sense for how much effort we put into this show's creation. And we do our best to keep ads to a minimum. So if you're looking for a way to support our efforts, the best way to do so is to subscribe to Commune. You'll access more than 120 courses featuring the world's top authors and thought leaders. And you can check it out for 14 days for free at onecommune.com slash trial. Of course, feel free to reach out to me directly anytime with questions or suggestions at Jeff K at onecommune.com. Lastly, I'd like to thank the folks that make this show possible week over week, including Jake Laub, Megan Stone, Leda Maliga, Violet Augustine, Silvana Alcala, Wellington Gonzalez, and Ryan Tillotson. Okay, that's all from the Commune for today. My name is Jeff Krasnow, and I am here for you.